It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With the Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, just popping in real quick to tell you about my podcast, Unruly Fashion, brought to you by the Podpire Network. I'm your host, Noella Eze. From the title of the podcast, you can tell that it's unruly. It's not going to be a regular fashion podcast. It's not conventional. It's not normal. It's not what you expect to see. But it's going to be quite the experience. Where can you find it? Well, come hang out with us every Wednesday, wherever you find your podcast. It's going to be great. I could tell you that for free. I mean, that's where all the cool kids are. So unless you're trying to tell me you're not cool, then damn, I don't know what to tell you, son. Um, Yeah, show up. I expect to see you there. Come along. See you later. The following podcast is a production of the Podpire Network. Find and listen to our podcasts at thepodpirenetwork.com or wherever you enjoy your podcast. The Podpire Network, a family of inspired podcasts. Hello, hello. They wanted to <laughs> I said, no, you'll no, no. take a mill because it's gonna go my because way. Because I said so. <laughs> <laughs> and I do it my way. Uh, welcome, everyone. Right. You're here with Sabelle yep. and his persistent welcome. delusion, BB. You have now tuned in to the sweet, sensational voices of Hello, and his delusion, <laughs> BB. We were so listeners, listeners, just so you know, me and BB were talking just before we hit record. Right. And what I was saying is, since we've never met in person, right. then BB could just be a very persistent delusion. Right. Right. And, uh, BB was, <laughs> BB was making fun of me <laughs> and saying that, why would your persistent delusion have to have less hair than you? Right. And I said, why would my persistent delusion be taller than me? <laughs> <laughs> why would the delusion I, that's meant to make me feel better about myself be taller than me? Let's pick I, apart I that never, little I, psychological I, nightmare. I never, for the record, I never said that I was here to make you feel better about yourself. <laughs> what? I'm stuck in a nightmare yeah. of my own making. Of your, completely of your own making. Uh, but yes, yes, yes. Welcome to, you know, what is going to be a rather special episode of Hairbrain Schemes, the podcast where we talk about some of the most ill-conceived ventures and adventures in all of history. Most of them are schemes. quite silly. Uh, some of them are downright criminal, but... They're 
mostly funny. Uh, so always funny. Yeah, almost, almost always funny. So almost always. Yeah, we 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 are you know very thrilled to share these stories with you. Um, I will say uh, just before we hit the groove of the thing, Sabelle, that mm-hmm. we Jump should. You know, maybe take a second to announce that this will be our final episode for a while. Yes, it's our season I said, finale. I said for a while. Yes, yes season I finale. said for a while. Not ever. Just season one yeah. is is at an end with this episode. Yes. Um, and with that, we break uh, more shocking news than the Will Smith uh, Chris Rock fiasco. Wait, what happened? Um, what, what are you talking about? What happened? What, what are you talking about? <laughs> I haven't heard anything about this. <laughs> Uh, you're kidding. No, of course I'm kidding. You're Jeez. kidding. You, Who, could, you, you couldn't, couldn't exist turn, on this planet. You you, yeah, you couldn't look left or right without hearing about the slap that resonated all across the world. Uh, but yes, slap uh, that we are. The, world. <laughs> the slap that, that rocked the world. <laughs> The slap that Chris rocked the world. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's just, yeah. No. Anyway, so uh, today uh, we are talking about a very, very ridiculous crime that took place um, in the 1960s. Oh, wait, wait. Before and, before we move on, maybe you should give all the details mm-hmm. about the finale and our hiatus and where we're coming back. So I think that, you know, we have their attention. We should keep their attention until the end of the episode. And then we will reveal the deeds. Marketing brilliance. Marketing Marketing. Marketing. See? We've got them hooked. It's at minute 28 and 15 seconds. Don't so, yeah, jump to you, minute you, 28 and 15 seconds. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So uh, I guess you just have to stick with us. Maybe going to have to, like, maybe going to, when editing this, is going to make sure that the announcement doesn't land at 28 and 15 seconds. I'm going to make absolutely sure that the announcement is nowhere near that yep, mark. Yep, so, yep, yeah. Yep. yeah. Just so you know. <laughs> or or <laughs> minute just 42 <laughs> oh and goodness. 32 seconds. Oh, yeah. my goodness. Yeah, I just, oh I'm just going to make goodness. it harder. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just give you more. more. Just, start, just start blooding out timestamps time until the end and of the episode. At the end of it, you just have all of these you need to avoid. <laughs> just all these random timestamps, <laughs> like landmines, just scattered through the episode. <laughs> Yeah, no, listen, uh, we do have to introduce the show. Uh, today, we are talking about a Barry Keenan. Um, and, uh, you know, it's quite funny because his uh, wiki uh, sort of intro line says, you know, he is an American businessman, best known as the mastermind behind the 1963 kidnapping of Frank Sinatra Jr. Um <laughs> And on that tintillating note, we will take a break and come back and unpack this story for you. So uh, don't go nowhere, will you? We'll be right back. See y'all soon. And we are back. We have returned. We have 
We have come back, and of course, we're talking about the story of Barry Keenan, who had the genius, genius idea to kidnap the son of perhaps the most popular and most well-connected man in America. We are, of course, talking about Old Blue Eyes himself, old Frank Sinatra, uh, who had known and public ties to government, the mob, and yes. just everyone just you everyone. would want to be connected to. Right. Yeah. Everyone. He was probably, arguably, one of the most dangerous people in America at that yeah. point. Yeah. Other than being apparently relatively nice. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, he was known to have a huge temper as ah. well. Uh, so again, this is just not the guy you would want to tango with. Right. And in fact, in later interviews uh, with Barry Keenan, our would-be uh, criminal mastermind, he did say that he had for a minute uh, contemplating kidnapping Frank Sinatra himself. Uh, but then he decided, no, he's too tough. Uh, it won't go well. Uh, you know, this dude is, 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 is going to be a hassle. So they settled wow. for a junior. Yeah. Yeah. Talk about playing with fire. Yeah. Yeah. So let's get into it. Uh, and for this one, let's go straight to the mobmuseum.org. And the title of this article is 51 years later. And this article was written, uh, you know, maybe a couple years or so ago. It says 51 years later. Frank Sinatra Jr.'s kidnapping still raises questions. Okay, so uh, it starts out by saying that um, on December 8, 1963, a pair of former high school classmates from Los Angeles decided a quick pass to fortune, if not fame, would be to kidnap the son of old blue eyes and hold him for ransom. So let's look at this. So this was uh, Barry Keenan and Joe... Amesla, all right, these two were uh, former classmates in high school of Nancy Sinatra, who was uh, Frank Sinatra Jr.'s older sister, all right? Mm -hmm. So they knew they, they had some connection, however thin, to the family, right? Yeah. So, and they decided that they were going to do this crime and kidnap uh, a junior who at that point was 19 years old and just starting his own musical career, his own right. music career. Um, and to that end, uh, they started to trail him from city to city. And then um, in December... Uh, 1963, they learned that Frank Sinatra Jr. was going to be traveling off to Europe uh, to do a concert. And so they decided that it was now or never. Mm -hmm. uh, and so they executed this plan, which honestly was just um, so simple. I don't know. We'll, we'll, we'll let you decide for yourself, uh, you know, but I mean, it's also interesting that this was, you know, I mean, this was before the age of celebrities having huge security teams. Mm -hmm. Right, but then mm -hmm. again, if you were, you should not mess with Sinatra. <laughs> no, 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 no. Um, so you know, they 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 decided they were going to do this. They were going to have to do this. Um, parts of the story, right, um, have indicated that you know um, Barry Keenan was suffering from a you know Addiction. mental disorder. 
Yeah. Right. He'd been in an accident earlier that year yeah. uh, that left him with chronic pain. And yeah. so he was on several meds, which may or may not have messed with his, uh, you know, brain chemistry. Right. Yeah. Yep, uh, yep. So uh, and then that, you know, the cost of these meds also left him bankrupt. And mm. so it was this desperation that led him to um, decide to do this crime. Now, for Barry... Here's the clincher. He didn't think that what he was doing was immoral because he had every intention of paying back the money. And so bear this in mind for later when, you know, the ransom is less, significantly less than what you would have expected. And Keenan insisted on taking the smaller number because, again, he wanted to make sure that he could pay back. He would be able to pay it back at a later date. So, talk about honor amongst these or honor honor amongst amongst kidnappers, if you will. Yes. Right? So, uh, how exactly did this crime go down? Um, Nice and simple, my friend. Nice and simple. Nice and simple. You want to. uh, I'd be more than happy to. So Mm -hmm. uh, Sinatra Jr. was performing at the Haraz Club Lodge in Lake Tahoe. Haraz. Haraz. Right. Uh, Yes. Uh, In Lake Tahoe, which is on the Nevada-California border. Um, Mm -hmm. And Barry and Joe pretended to be delivering something to the... Delivering. Delivering, Delivering, Mr. Sinatra. Sinatra <laughs> to the young singer's dressing room where right. Sinatra was there with a friend. Right. So as soon as they opened the door, these two pulled out their pistols and were like, hey, stick them up, boy. Yeah, <laughs> stick them up. Stick them up. So they went in and they tied up uh, Sinatra Jr.'s friend apparently right. very badly. And very badly because very, he promptly escaped. He escaped <laughs> the within, within minutes. <laughs> and within minutes. So they then got Sinatra Jr. in their car. Right. In the meantime, the person they tied up managed to get out of the rope so fast right. that right. he informed the cops, and the cops right. had enough time to set up barricades. They set up roadblocks yeah. all over the place, and yeah. they actually, so so Barry and Joe Amesler actually had to drive through one of these roadblocks. Yep. And so what Barry did was turn to Sinatra and say, look, this could go one of two ways, man. We could go home free, or that could be gunplay. It's up to you, my man. Mm-hmm. The best thing for you to do is play along. If we go through these roadblocks, just act like we're all together and you know, you're know you one of us and they'll let us through. And that's what they did. They talked their way through a roadblock. They bluffed their way essentially through you know, uh, the corridor that the police had uh, set up all across town. And they went through to a suburb in it tells Los you Angeles. How, it tells you how much pull the Sinatras had. That, right. That a kidnapping of one of the Sinatras meant that, you know, they they put roadblocks up. Right. They, the roadblocks went up so fast that during the getaway from yeah. the crime, the roadblocks were already there. Yeah, because if That's you and crazy. I got kidnapped, that would not... No, no one's no. setting up roadblocks. No. I, first of all, I A don't even want to think about it. Might um, get out. There will... Yeah, if, A siren uh, may go off. Too bad for you if they're on lunch break. 
right? Right, right. Um, and isn't there this like standard procedure that someone has to be missing for a was certain it 24 amount of t- hours? Well, or, I, I think or if, if whatever I, it I think is. if there's um, a. I think if someone sees you being it's a crime in progress, maybe. if it, if it's, someone has it, seen right. you be pulled aside with a like right. a gun or something, right. it's a different situation. Right. But yeah, I right. don't know. Right, but whatever it I'm is, I mean, Isabel, you make you make a great point. Is they had so much pull that you know yeah. the Reno police was already you know uh, sort sort of involved, and then the FBI not long after uh, was you know was brought in on the case. Now, um, so also let's. let's Here's mm-hmm. something worth mentioning. The Sinat- mm-hmm. uh, you know, Sinatra Sr. was good friends with Kennedy. Oh, yeah, who had just been assassinated. Who had just a been assassinated. And um, the mob. So, I mean, and the, the mob. I mean, we're yeah. talking connections upon connections upon connections right. and right. money. So, right. and money and name recognition. Yeah. And so, just, it's just, you, yeah. Of all the people, to kidnap and then the fact that these guys survived is beyond me right so yeah no you, you make excellent points there my friend uh so you know they do this it's like the story of icarus <laughs> they flew too close to the sun yeah. uh and, and 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 they got away they got away nice and clean yeah um they got away so clean that um they may never have been they might never have been caught if not for some terrible breakdowns in communication. Indeed. And by that, I mean talking a little too much on the part of one of the co-conspirators. So let's break this down for you. So Barry and Joe that I've introduced earlier were the two executors of the crime. So mm-hmm. they were both 23 year olds. Mm-hmm. They had been classmates of mm-hmm. Frank uh, Sinatra's uh, Frank Sinatra Jr.'s older sister, Nancy. Nancy. Um, and so they were 23. Indeed. Junior was 19. Okay. Right. So that's the dynamic between them. Now, Barry has the brilliant idea to involve one of his mother's old boyfriends named John Irwin. Irwin. And it is John who places the call to Monsieur Frank Sinatra. On December 10. Two days later. Two days later. Yeah. So that phone call probably goes, Hello, get on again. Mr. Frank Sinatra on the phone. I don't know why John is uh, slightly British, but we'll go with it. We'll go Um, with it. And then Old Blue Eyes says, Yes, yes, it's me. Sir, we have your son. What? You have my son. (laughs) What? (laughs) What? (laughs) Unhand him, you feed. No, no, there will be none of that. There will be none of that. Uh, we will release him. How much do you want? I've got a million bucks with your name on it, as long as you release my son. I love and, this part. Uh, I love this and part. And then Erwin, Erwin has to sort of say, we'll call yeah. you back. Because what he then, then does is gets back to Barry and say, hey, look, they're offering a million. And then Barry says, you know, a million is good, but you know what's better is 200 and forty thousand dollars. And forty thousand dollars only, because that much I can afford to pay back. Yeah. Take, except not a penny, not a cent. Over, <laughs> over two forty thousand. My favorite fact about this is: Can you imagine Sinatra getting the call and they were like, "We want two hundred forty thousand dollars," and he's like, "How dare you?" And he just flies into a rage. How dare you undervalue the ransom into- for my true-born son? You will take a million as ransom he is my for my blood. son. 
He yeah. has my name. Yeah. He sings like an angel. <laughs> you will accept a million dollars or nothing at all. Yeah. And then he just clink. He yeah. hangs up the phone. And right. the FBI agents are sitting there being like, what did you do? <laughs> what did you do? <laughs> What did you do? Uh, but yeah, they're like, no, we we're not gonna take the million. Yeah, we yeah. want only two hundred and forty thousand. And yeah, I can imagine old blue eyes just like seething, being like, not even right. a quarter mil for my right. true born boy. You won't, you won't even elevate my boy. his status to a quarter mil. He's like, no one better find out about this. It's gonna right. drop. Yeah. Right, uh, right, right. What is this country turning into? <laughs> the country has gone to the dogs where criminals won't even accept a million bucks <laughs> for my son. Right? Uh, but yeah, no, they, they flat out refused the million. Um, Fascinating. On, Fascinating. Yeah. It, it's just the most ridiculous thing, man. They insisted on, you know, uh, Can you imagine that? A kidnapper 000. calls you for ransom and you're like, you know what? Oh, you want you want two hundred forty thousand dollars? You know what? I'll do you better. I'll give you a million. Right. Fascinating. And then the kidnapper is just like, no, 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 no. It's no, almost, there will be none of that. Almost, <laughs> we'll have it's none almost, of that. It's almost like you're both trying to be nicer to each other <laughs> right. in a situation. After you, no, 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 after you. No, would you like some? No, 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 after you. No, no, you no, hang after. up. No, 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 you hang up first. <laughs> no, after you, after. <laughs> Enough! Enough! You will take the million and that will be the end of it! <laughs> it's like people fighting over the bill. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah, no, ridiculous. So anyway, um, you know, it, it's a 240 or nothing. So the FBI says, you know, just just pay the money. From what we're seeing here, these guys are not pros, okay? Pay the money. We'll, you know, we'll sort of record the serial numbers on the notes uh, and just do what they ask you to do. So um, you know, the kidnappers ask that the money be put in a briefcase and dropped between two school buses uh, parked at a gas station, um, mm -hmm. which is what they do. So they do that. They get their money. They're home free. Uh, but while they're dropping, uh, while they're, they're, you know, so Barry and Joe go to collect the money at the drop off point. Mm -hmm. Okay. They leave John Irwin, the ex boyfriend of the mother, right, mm -hmm. uh, alone with uh, Frank Sinatra Jr. And Irwin starts to get super nervous. So he does not wait for the customary confirmation call from his <laughs> co conspirators that they Standard have indeed kidnapping Sta SOPs. This is Standard kidnapping, yeah. kidnapping 101. This is first day, first <laughs> class of your kidnapping course is you wait for the confirmation. This is kidnapping <laughs> kindergarten. <laughs> right, right. But no, he doesn't do that. And he he unties uh, Junior and, you know, lets him go. And Junior walks for miles and he's later discovered somewhere in Bel Air. Um, you know, and speaking of Bel Air, the Fresh Prince of Bel Air in the slap. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so, uh, so he's found in Bel Air, and he he gets driven over to his mom's uh, home, right? Um, so, okay, this is crazy. This is wild. They could have done it. That was the end of it. But mm -hmm. no, Erwin um, goes off and starts to talk to his brother. Mm -hmm. about this crime and i guess what he underestimated was the honesty of his fandom. own brother no 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 the demigod status of frank sinatra 
and、oh. the diehard nature of the people who loved him. That、oh, wow. as soon as he told his brother that he had been involved in the kidnapping, the brother does the most unbrotherly thing <laughs> and picks up the receiver and dials for the FBI. <laughs> <laughs> and he does this because of how much he loves Sinatra. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. I mean, who. Why would you touch the Sinatra family? They were as close as you got to royalty. Why would you? Oh, yeah. Why would you touch the monarch's crown prince? Come、It's、on. Terrifying. So, yep,、uh, the brother immediately calls the police, and、uh, within days, everyone is rounded up. And、uh, I'm surprised they <laughs> were left alive. I'm surprised. I, you know what? I, I, I have thought about this as well. Yeah. But I think that because of the public nature of what went down, Sinatra if anything had like, happened to those boys, right, right, Sinatra、uh, could not they have would denied. Have immediately. Right, yeah, right, right, yeah,、okay. yeah. I have you ever seen Sinatra? One of his like later year concerts,、mm. he he says to everyone, he's like, and everyone、uh, now rise for the national anthem, and、yeah. everyone rises, and he starts singing、yeah. "My Way." Yeah, it's fantastic. <laughs> fantastic. Who else? Who? <laughs> Who else? The who hubris. Else? The hubris. It's beautiful.、Right. The, it's right. beautiful. <laughs> right. It's just、uh, chef's kiss. Uh, so, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So,、uh, you know, they they get caught, um, and um, yeah. But there is some fallout from this, which we will,、uh, you know, sort of break down for you when we come back from this break, because this does not end here. They get caught and you think, okay, well, that's the end of the story, but hold on, hold on. <laughs> hold、uh, your horses. There, there's more. <laughs> so we're going to go on a quick hold break. Hold your ponies. And we will be back with the concluding、uh, aspect of, of this story. <laughs>、uh, don't go nowhere. And we are back, old chap.、Hello. We are back. Hello, hello, hello.、Um, and so, you know, again, we told you they are caught, right? And you、They're、would think,、go. okay, these boys are definitely going away for life, but no. <laughs> so, first of all, their defense was that、um, no, no, we didn't do a kidnapping.、Uh, it was a publicity was actually, stunt. It was a publicity, a good old Hollywood publicity stunt, I tell right, you.、Yeah. Um, but no, 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 this was not true. Um, but the sad thing is, even though this has been disproven a number of times、um, over the decades, it had a lasting effect on Frank Sinatra Jr.'s career,、uh, where he was sort of always tainted by that. You know, sort of, oh, could he have been on it? Maybe he、mm. wasn't on it. You know,、uh, so it, it was not enough that he went through. You know, this terrifying ordeal,、right. but he also had to have his career.、Uh, you know, sort of. Tainted even before it had a real chance to to start, right? And、mm. I keep thinking, like, who are these people who believed this stuff? I mean, if Frank Junior wanted a music career, he had everything in his corner already. Yeah, he was doing he, fine. He, he wouldn't have had to do this. This is nonsense. But yeah. yeah. There, there will always be people. It seems,、uh, as evidenced in our daily lives today,、um, who will always believe in 
conspiracy theories, right? Right. Yeah. Um, so yeah. So anyway, um, that happened. So uh, Barry Keenan, the chief mastermind, gets Indeed. life and seventy-five years. Life um, plus seventy-five. Yeah. And the others get seventy-five, but uh, it is soon deemed that Betty was clinically insane when he was, he was doing all this. hopped up on painkillers. Right, right, right. So he ends up serving only four and a half years, and the other two uh, ended up serving only three and a half years each. Mm. Um, and so uh, close to life and seventy five. That's so, so weird. How so it's like seventy five years goes yeah. to four and a half. Yeah, so close, so okay. close. And so Barry, uh, you know, gets a second act at life, and he becomes this wealthy wealthy businessman um specialized in real estate um and uh you know he earns millions and millions and millions tens if not you know i don't I, at the last uh, estimate that i looked at it was 10 to i think it was like 17.3 million dollars or something wow. that he that he earned he was huge um and uh he is today 81 years old um or at least according to as at the time of the article that that I'm referencing Whoa. um and uh he gets to live a long and fruitful life not behind bars fascinating <laughs> so he really uh he made good use of his second chance huh and uh if i mean ironically if you want to think about it he got to do it his way his way, his way. <laughs> I mean, you kidnapped the son of the biggest star in the world who has real ties to people who will homicide you in a second. Yes. And you go four and a half years in prison. No accidents happened in the prison. No accidents happened. You never dropped the soap. Nobody thought of getting a shank. None of the things we see in movies. Right. None of that happened. None of that happened. You come out. And, and you, you not only good. come out, you come out and you do really good and you get millions and millions of dollars. Only in America, sir. Only in America. Um, right. But yeah, um, this happens. And uh, I think the moral of the story is, uh, I don't know if there's a moral to this story, but please don't do kidnappings. Don't do crimes. <laughs> there's no moral to the story. Just don't do kidnappings. Right. Yeah. It's just something silly that happened and it it's had real so consequences. Um, but- it's like Guys. an idiotic detective noir story. Right, right, right. It's yeah. just, and oh, I should add. So, you know, in recent years and over the past decade or so, interest started to bubble up again about the story of the fascinating Barry Keenan. And so, you know, different, as we said on the show, if you do a crime so so good, so tintillating. You will have those endorsements. You will want uh, to get in with Netflix. So who is it? it or Disney Net- Plus. This time, well, it Disney wasn't Plus, any I've of never those. heard of doing Does <laughs> When was... I? We, has Disney so Plus Disney covered Plus any has, of these? Disney Plus has um, stars. Uh, wait, yes. Star? Star? Is it stars or it star? uh, FX or one of those. But uh, anyway, I'm currently watching The Dropout on Disney Plus, which is the show about Elizabeth Holmes, oh, the founder of Theranos. Um, it's it's okay. I mean, mm-hmm. I've read the book that all this came from. So the. Yeah, well, not the all of us know how to read, show, maybe. 
Okay. The show will always be as distant, you know, imitation. Yeah. Well, but, not uh, all of us know how to read, baby. I I heard you the first time. Yeah, I chose yeah, to ignore. Yeah, I chose yeah, yeah. I chose yeah, to not yeah, step yeah. into that landmine. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah. okay. So just to bring it back. Um. So um. Yeah. So he starts to get a lot of interest. Uh. You know. And um. Frank Sinatra Jr. had to go to court to say no, no, no. There was a law in California that prohibits people from benefiting. Um, off of, you know, um, the stories of their crimes, right? Mm. Um, and then Barry Keenan, shameless as he is, puts in a countersuit stating that this was an imposition upon his First Amendment right to free oh speech. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> so if you were wondering if he was sorry for what he did. Oh, <laughs> man. Right. So here's someone whose life has Oof. been upended by this entire fiasco. And he's saying, look, I don't want this in the press. I don't want you to make money off of this. Let's not glorify this. And you go and say, no, no, no. I have a right to talk. Oh. So not cool. So um, that happened. and uh, But thankfully, um, you know, common sense prevailed in this instance. And Frank Sinatra Jr. won his uh, suit. So, yep. Hooray for Hooray. the American legal system. Um, hip, hip, so, yeah. <laughs> hip, hip. Hip, hip, my way. Hip, 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 my way. Nice. Nice harmonizing there. Yeah, it's very nice. good job. Quite, 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 quite. Um. quite. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that is the end of that story. And we hope you enjoyed it as Oof. much as we enjoyed telling it to you. Um, and on that note, we have come to the end of the episode. Thank you so much uh, for staying with us because also we have come to the end of season one. Season one. Yeah, it's our season finale. Uh, right. It was, you know, honestly, it was hard to pull the plug on the season, but it was. I just, I had it to, was. I had to pull the ultimatum. I, I told BB that this is hair brain schemes and <laughs> right. we need, you need to, take to go a break. take some time yeah, to grow we, your hair. Yeah, exactly. We need to take a break until you grow your hair back out. This is, right, this is unacceptable. Right. Right. Uh, right. These were not, all, it, <laughs> this is not what I agreed to. So right. these uh, were not the terms. These were not the terms. These were I've not got, the terms that I I've got like two feet of hair right now. I committed. Right. Where are right. yours? And the uh, funny thing is, when we started the pod, I used to, I had an afro, so you must actually feel cheated at this I point. I do. <laughs> Incredibly. Incredibly. Look you don't what, even buy, you don't even have look, the respect look to wear a wig. <laughs> look what, or a toupee. Yeah. The, the least that could be expected is a toupee. Sir. The least, the least. <laughs> right, right. But, you know, it just goes to show how stressful dealing with you over the past 20 weeks have been <laughs> that I have lost all my hair in 20 weeks. In 20 uh, weeks. But no, in all seriousness, you know, we um, we have been truly, truly grateful uh, for all the feedback, 
all the love that we've received from Absolutely. you guys. Uh, it's just been a wonderful experience. You know, uh, sometimes we we would get a random message, you know, to either myself or to Sibel. I listened to your show. It was hilarious. I couldn't stop laughing. You know, um, yeah. that is just, I mean, for narcissists like Sibel and myself, that is oh, really all we need. That is <laughs> why we're here. That is really all we need yeah. is just, just, just glorify us. Right. Absolutely. But no, we, we have had the time of our lives bringing you season one. Yes. Um, it's been quite the experience and, you know, thank you so, so, so much. Thank we you. Hope thank you. That thank you. You will stay subscribed uh, because we intend to be back uh, July 8th. Uh, so we we'll will come here. with fresh new episodes July 8th uh, and send uh, us crazy things you find we're really please, we're just trying to please, take a break to get our energy back up it's, it's get our energy we just back want to up, make sure that research. we're always fresh always yes, energetic yes, we yes, just yes. you know it's more of a hey we want to make sure that this never becomes something that we're doing just sort of out of habit Right, it has to be. Right. It has to be something that we're doing with this same energy and passion, right? And the right. way we're laughing, and you know, right. we want it. We're just making all sure of it that is we're organic. Preserving. All of yeah, it is authentic. Yeah, yeah. We it's, don't, it's all Sibyl authentic. I'm the practice. one who makes brings all of this, and you know, I'm just I'm getting tired of bringing it every time. It's <laughs> <laughs> like I'm the one. <laughs> like I. So look, just, we're, we were talking about narcissism just a few minutes ago. <laughs> I'm the one. It, it was so subtle. I almost didn't notice. It I like, know. Because you were saying something. You were saying something else. And you just switched it to I'm the one. It was like, wait, wait, hold wait, 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 hold up, hold up. <laughs> right, right. No, but look, uh, Sibel and I don't keeps rehearse. You know, no, no, we we don't rehearse. You know, beforehand, all we no. do is exchange links of what we're going to talk about, and so everything that you've heard on the show has been our authentic conversation our authentic reaction to each yeah. other riffing off of each other you know and having a great time and I, I do think that that has translated to the episodes as well because we get yeah. that feedback from you that oh your chemistry is awesome you that know, has come, actually been a I very to the very show cool for, thing for the to chemistry. hear for yeah. us both is that yeah. everyone yeah. is like you guys have such great chemistry and it, it's right. been very cool to hear because right. that was one of those things where from the beginning Mm-hmm. You know, it was Bibi's idea. Bibi approached me and he's like, hey, I want to do this podcast with you. And I was like, sure. And he just said. And that was always going to have... be one of the concerns. Right? Yeah, yeah. Bibi was like, I think we're going to have great chemistry. But that's mm-hmm. always just sort of one of those things where it's like, it's a gamble. And you just, you'll find right. out when you do it. Exactly. And exactly. it sort of exactly. evolved over time. I think we've, we've found the sort of flow. And I found think. our groove, our rhythm. Yeah. And even when I listen to the podcast and the episodes over time, and I think I'm sure you guys have as well, you've noticed that right. we, the, our, the way our conversation flows has probably changed right. over time as we've gotten to know each other, as our podcast has evolved, as our style has right. evolved. And it's been, it's right. been very rewarding. It has. It has. Yeah. So uh, you have every reason to look forward to season two. Uh, Absolutely. Again, we're returning July 8th. Um, and it's been such a blessing. Uh, we would want to say I until then, uh, please stay connected. You are. I am the blessing. I am the blessing. <laughs> right. Until then, please stay connected to us. Uh, please stay subscribed wherever you're subscribed, whether Apple, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, wherever you are currently subscribed to Hairbrain Schemes, please stay connected uh, because, uh, you know, you want to know when that first episode of season two drops. So Absolutely. Uh, that's the best way to Follow do it. Follow us on also, our socials. 
follow us in the socials. We are on Instagram as Hairbrain Schemes Pod. Uh, we would love pod. to hear from you. And yes, as Sibel was saying earlier, please, if you do come across a story of a hairbrain scheme, send, send that it. to us because a big part of you know, a big part of the work that we do is researching these stories yep. so that we can bring them to you. So please, please, please help us out in that way. And uh, I think that is it. Go enjoy your spring. Uh, Be well. Into- stay safe. Yeah. Look out for each yes. other. Wear your mask. Yes. Get vaccinated. Wear your mask. Stay safe. Get vaccinated. And yes. actually, yes. this is going to be one of those where I usually always say this, where I say, you know, please, please wear your mask. Please get vaccinated. But mm. I'm actually going to mm. finish this one differently. I'm going to say, To everyone over the last two years of COVID Mm. who has taken the steps of wearing their Mm. masks and getting Mm. vaccinated as a high-risk person and on behalf of every other high-risk person, thank you. You have saved lives and we are incredibly grateful for you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. Your kindness has mattered Mm. and I am and we are all so deeply grateful for you. Yes, I, I would you. I would second that. Um, I myself, I, I'm not an at-risk person, but I do know what a difference it makes, you know, uh, to just do the right thing and know that you are, by so doing, helping to make other people's lives easier. I mean, even if you take away the strain on our healthcare system, right? Just the, 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 the terrible things that our healthcare professionals have had to deal with because people have not just followed the most basic guidance. Um, you know, so for you out there who, uh, who are doing the, the required things, um, seconding Sibel's, uh, motion, I would say, thank you. Yeah. I would. Uh, so, yep, that is it. And uh, see you July 8th. Be well, dear Arriba friends. Bye, boys. Bye.